Podcasts are the new blogs. I'll say that. I feel like we have a, a higher place on the mantle than blogs at this point. Yeah, well, well it I think it's still I think it's still newspaper reporters. I think it's still radio under that, and I think it's podcasts, and then blogs. Well, and then I water. Mean, we talk about. <laughs> well, then I mean, wasn't and, it? It was a joke, right? That everybody had a blog, like you know what, early two thousand tens, right? I mean, or maybe it was like late two thousands that everybody had a blog. Now it's everybody has a podcast. Have, haven't we seen that joke kind of transition? It's interesting. It's interesting that that word is so sticky. Like it's so sticky. The blog is so sticky. People, when they want to, because really what Terry is communicating there is we don't care about what the amateur fan commentator thinks. We don't, we don't care what the guy sitting at his computer thinks. But the, but the handy word there is blog, even though, you know, it's not just people putting up blogs now. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. We live. I want to talk MKG today. Doug won't let me, though. I'm the only one that finds this interesting as far as who's on this podcast. And Doug is going to make me wait all freaking week to talk about MKG. You know what? Listen, hold on. Listen, yeah, I did. I did put my producer hand or foot down on that. I guess you don't put a hand down. You put a foot down. But what I can do, Walker, if you want me to. I put my hand in the dirt on that. I can put put a poll up on Twitter. We we haven't done a poll in a while. We We could do more polls if you want to. I can put a poll up on Twitter right now. Now and well, see hey, if, if people w- w- want to hear what you have to say on MKG. Look, let me tell you something, okay? Pull be damned. I'm talking MKG on Friday, all right? I'm doing it. I'm doing it tomorrow. We don't have to do it today. You can be producer. You can wear the crown. You can be the boss about all of this. But on Friday, I'm the captain. I'm talking MKG. But you won't let me do it, and so now we got to talk about Terry Rozier today. I want to talk, talk about J. Cole. Cause I'm getting tired of him, buddy. I'm tired of all you this. Are. Jay, listen, it was it was cute first practice. That's you know training camp. That's fantastic. You get a little celebrity action uh, next to the Hornets. That's fun in a season where there might not be so much fun. But now it's day two. He's still at practice. He's still getting shots up. Everybody's making jokes about him being with the Greensboro Swarm. Now I get this tweet from uh, our friend uh, Daniel. And they've replaced the picture of Kemba outside of Spectrum Center with J. Cole <laughs> in a Hornets jacket. I mean, it's, all, it's fine, but it's like, I, I feel like it's a distraction at this point. Like, I feel like someone needs to say, hey, Jay, can I call you Jay? Is that cool? Jay, uh, JC, J. Cole, we, we need to get to, down to business because it's going to be a tough season. We need to get all the young guys focused. Get out of here, J. Cole. Yeah, we'll talk about Malik Monk suffering an injury at training camp, and that limited him. We'll talk a little bit about that in the first segment. We will get to Terry Rozier. That will be the meat of the show today. Second segment, we'll talk all about what Terry Rozier had to say on Media Day, and then also we'll get to some, uh, I believe, some training camp audio that Terry Rozier had. And then third segment, we'll get to some more Mad Libs. Hopefully this one will go a little bit better. We're going to try to experiment with some other things to make Mad Libs go better. All fly, baby. I'm with it. We're going to make it better in the third segment. It's the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Presented by the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. First things first, though, the one thing Doug wants to talk about. So what did he do? He decided to lead off the podcast with it. Rod Boone put out a fire emoji tweet. Oh, out there. man, this is great. I'm so glad we're leading <laughs> with this. 
Go ahead, Doug. You take it away. This is a Rod Boone tweet that this is the thing. You, this is the number one thing you wanted to talk about. This is something you texted me about yesterday saying, hey, did you see the Rod Boone tweet? I want to talk about it. So sure enough, something you want to talk about, we lead off with. Go ahead. Oh, this is fantastic. So this is Rod Boone, the athletic, using a flamethrower on someone on Twitter. <laughs> and it actually it has to do with J. Cole. So somebody... Uh, over time on Twitter, put up a video of J. Cole getting some shots up in the Dean Smith Center at Hornets practice. And someone replied to that tweet uh, with and, and added Rod Boone. For some reason, Rod Boone had nothing to do with the original tweet, but someone added him as well and said, must be nice. Meanwhile, there's someone broke as hell begging for a chance. And again, tagging Rod Boone there, but Rod Boone didn't have anything to do with the original tweet. So Rod Boone replies and says, you don't even follow me, yet you are in my mentions spewing some foolishness. So since you missed it, go take a seat somewhere, read this, and get back to me. And then he posted a link to The Athletic where Rod Boone had written an article about the G League tryout where people who are probably broke as hell were getting a chance to be with the G League swarm. And then he ends it with this hashtag, be gone. (laughs) Mm, Be gone. (laughs) Woo! I did. I'm not going to lie, though. I mean, he took a flamethrower. Rod Boone wins that round. But I will say there was one response that he had. The guy that he was talking to, of course, I forget his Twitter handle. But the guy said, hey, at least you took the time to look all of this stuff up and I wasted five minutes of your life. I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, yeah, it's so dumb. All of this was so dumb. And he's like, yeah, I'll take this little personal battle as something that I won, even though you won the war. No, it's 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 a perfect it's perfect Twitter. It's just people going back and forth <laughs> no. for no reason. Rod, you know, Rod has certainly um, doesn't need this, but he just he he goes after him, and I love it. I, I love it. he's not taking he is see he's like JB I think in a lot of ways. This is his second year covering That's the Hornets. Right. He's getting settled down. He's getting used to the crowd, and he's like, I'm not taking this anymore. I'm, I'm going if you at me. And and put foolishness in my mentions. I'm going after you. Malik Monk has a sore toe on his right foot, Doug. He was limited in practice today. Cody Martin also did not practice. This was the second time he didn't practice. I believe he was limited in the first go around. He did not practice today. Again, Malik Monk was limited today. So it doesn't look like either one of these things are serious, but another foot injury, I believe, because Cody Martin suffered a, it's an ankle injury for Cody or is it a foot injury? Ankle injury for both Cody, and there was another ankle oh. injury too. Uh, we got more. What's wrong with these guys' feet right now? Yeah, it was it was somebody that's uh, not uh, most likely won't make the rotation. I'll look it up. But Malik Monk, this little piggy, is taking a day off. <laughs> we have a Patreon page <laughs> where you can support our podcasting efforts and get more Hornets content. Patreon.com/loh for just a buck, you can help keep our hive alive. Again, that's Patreon.com/loh. We'll get to Terry Rozier on the other side of the break. It's the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. Nature's first green is gold. Her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaves a flower but only so an hour. Hmm. Then leaf subsides to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. Nothing gold can stay. We need the boys to mend with that now. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast.
We're not here to talk about Kimball Walker right now. Not anymore. We're here to talk about Terry Rozier, and he's not afraid to remind you of that. No, he is not. Terry Rozier is not Kimball Walker, Doug, and he's told us that a couple of times now. He told us in an exclusive with Rick Bennell of the Charlotte Observer, and he told us on Hornets Media Day. He said that he was annoyed. Rick, I think it was Rod Boone that asked him if he was annoyed, and he said, yeah, because I'm not him. And I don't think that there's been any disrespect whatsoever towards Kimba Walker with the way that Terry Rozier has talked. I mean, I don't think there's any disrespect. I think Terry just says, look, I'm somebody different. I've got a lot of respect for what he did with this org- what he's done with this organization, but you know, this is something different now. This is this is what I'm doing. And so he's got this chip on his shoulder. He says that he's played the underdog role all of his life. And it's gonna be fun to see what he's going to do. Like it's not a great contract. We all get all of that, but I like Terry Rogier's personality. It is appealing to me. Yeah, no, I like the personality too. I think he's going to be an interesting player this year, and I think he's going to be someone that is not afraid uh, to uh, speak their mind. He's not going to be someone who's going to hide his feelings. But I think this is kind of a manufactured slight or a manufactured chip on his shoulder because I think he's someone that that needs that, that like needs mm-hmm. that drive. But I didn't see a lot of comparisons between him and Kimba Walker. I mean, certainly he saw the national coverage of Kimba leaves the Hornets. The Hornets are going to be um, so bad because Kimba left, because Kimba was their everything. So I'm, I'm certainly saw that, but no one here in local media was really making the one-to-one comparison. I mean, it's pretty clear they are two different players. But you hear JB talking about manufacturing leadership this year, and they're going to have to manufacture offense. And and it looks like it looks like Terry Rozier is manufacturing a slight in order to drive himself. And I, I love that. That's great. Yeah, I, I do too. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We've been deprived of personalities a lot with this team, and I think it's going to be fun to finally have that kind of boisterous personality that we really haven't had in a long time. And you heard what he said, right? You heard what he said at uh, media day. He doesn't. He doesn't care what you think, Walker. Mail. Did you hear this? Uh, you hear this from Rozier? Us guys in that locker room, we got each other. We know we don't care about no blogs. We don't care about <laughs> you turning on the TV what they saying. I don't care about no blog. He didn't say podcast though, Walker. He did not say podcast. So we're good, right? I mean, we're good to say whatever we want about him. Well, I feel like he does. No, I just feel like he does care what we think. I think he listens to oh. us every day. Uh, so Terry, hi. I I I think you're going to be great. Uh, oh, at least I think you're going to give it your all. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it all kind of comes out. No, I think it's safe to say that we are the uh, official channel of Terry Rogier. You know, maybe not the official podcast because apparently he does like podcasts, but we're the official channel. And so I would imagine he listens to us every single day. Terry, we appreciate the listen. He also said that Coach Borrego uh, wanted him to be a big part of the pace change this year. We talked about this a little bit in yesterday's show. So Coach Borrego certainly preaching an increase in pace and pressure on the opposing defense. And Terry Rogier seems to be the perfect piece to do just that. And he seems ready to run. Here's Terry Rogier on the very factor of him participating in an, uh, an increase in pace this year. Yeah, I mean, you can go out and you, you got the one-on-one. Uh, you know, we we did a thing today, drill today, first six seconds to try to get a bucket. And, you know, that's just a lot of playing one-on-one and, and trying to beat your man and if not find the open man. So, you know, us just trying to get in our mind of playing fast but not in a hurry and staying under control. Beat your man. I love that. I mean, Terry, yeah, look, Terry's I, a one-on-one guy. I mean, I, to me, the, to me, Rozier actually fits what JB is going to try to do with this offense this season better than Kimba Walker would have. Now, if Kimba Walker were still here, 
they would probably be doing something different with the offense. But Rozier is a player that you can put the ball in his hands. Six seconds later, he's head down going towards the basket, trying to catch the the opposing defense asleep. Yeah, and Kimball Walker was so pick and roll dependent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that that's what he ran so much. In fact, he was as pick and roll dependent as anybody maybe Very good at it in the too. league. And he was and he was amazing at it. And he got so good at making the right decision and scoring off of that and you know, the in and out dribble and Zach Lowe talked about the in and out dribble being so crazy good. And I think you have to agree if you've watched Charlotte Hornets basketball and Terry Rogier is someone that probably doesn't need that as much. And so that's why, look, I actually listened to the Zach Lowe, Kevin Artovitz podcast that was on the low post. And they talked about, I think it was Kevin that had the Boston Celtics as one of his most confusing teams and the way that Kimba plays a little bit differently than what the Boston Celtics might want to do. But also, it's such a different attitude change from Kyrie, right? Where Kyrie wanted the wanted the ball, he wanted ISO, but it wasn't like he was running a ton of pick and roll. Where Kimba, that's all he did with Charlotte. I mean, that's a lot of what he did in Charlotte. And so now, like you, we switch these point guards and different philosophy of play. You wonder if James Borrego just adhered to what works best for Kimba, and if he's going to adhere to what works best with Terry Rozier, and I think that is what makes a good coach. Uh, And based on what we saw, the good and the bad from Rozier in Boston, like if you're a Hornets fan, you want him attacking as early as possible in the shot clock. Like you you don't want him attacking late in the shot clock because that probably means he's been dribbling, you know, 10 to 15 seconds off of the shot clock and then putting up a bad ISO shot. You want him either attacking early or moving the basketball around and finding a better shot for somebody else. I mean, that's, that's the ideal and so, I mean, I love that. I love that Rozier is going to be a part of making this offense a little bit more exciting to watch. Now, does it make it overall more effective? Will it lead to more wins? Eh, probably not. But will it lead to a more exciting brand of basketball? I think so. Support the companies that support us. Like DoorDash, long day at work, still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all one word. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with some all-fly Mad Libs and some NBA power rankings. Find out where the Charlotte Hornets rank next on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked on Hornets. So if you don't believe in the moon landing, Mm -hmm. then what would you say is the greatest human achievement? I think the greatest achievement of all time, and I think it's Vince Carter doing 360s clockwise rather than counterclockwise. It's really tough. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. What do I need to come up with today, Doug? I mean, seriously, you refuse to give it to me before we actually do the show. And then I just feel like a fool. I actually felt okay about it yesterday, but what kind of, do you need a noun? Do you need a plural? What what do you need today? Okay. I will need a plural noun. I need a B-list celebrity. I need a music act and I need a noun. So I'll repeat all those when we get to it. All Fly Mad Libs, if you haven't been listening, the Hornets have released a a new marketing campaign called All Fly. And like any marketing campaign, it comes with a detailed explanation of every color, texture, theme, uh, everything that they're doing and, and some really funny marketing speak. So instead of subjecting you to that, I've taken that marketing speak, I've dropped a few words out, and 
my man Walker is going to help us do a Mad Lib. All right. Thank you for at least kind of planting the seed and what I need to start thinking of. We'll get to that at the end of the show. So just here in a little bit. But first, I do want to get to the power rankings. Of, this is ESPN's power rankings that you put in here, correct, Doug? This is the ESPN The worldwide leader, your, your employer. I'm a company man. So the last team ranked according to ESPN in their power rankings for 2019, 2020. You guessed it. It's our very own Charlotte Hornets. What? Unbelievable. 39-43 record in 2018-2019. You want to hear the 2020 title odds? Give them to me. There's too many zeros. I need to make sure I place the comma correctly. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's uh, plus one million. That's what it is. No, it's a, I thought it was plus. It's 100,000, right? Is that what it is? Or is it, do I not see? It's five zeros. It's 100. Last, oh, that that's 100,000. Right. I can't count. No, I apologize. It I feel, no, listen, it feels like a million to one. I'll tell you that. It feels like a million to one, but I think it's 100,000. So a lot better than what I thought. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that they're saying there's a chance, essentially. One, that the one in 100,000. I, You know, Terry Rozier is actually a star that had been getting held back in Boston for so long. Miles Bridges takes a gargantuan leap. Dwayne Bacon turns into is Dwayne amazing. Wade. And, and, and Malik Monk. Malik Monk is Lou Williams right now. Except way more, except except a better defensive Lou Williams. He's actually been a lot better. He actually is going to unleash all the defensive power. All of that could happen. I think there's a one in say one hundred thousand percent chance. Uh, I mean, listen, we're not we're not professionals, so that don't uh, don't sue us if this advice goes wrong. But I say get to Vegas now. Put it down. Uh, breakout candidate is Miles Bridges. I don't think there's any surprise there. So let's go ahead and read on the podcast. ESPN writes. Last season as a rookie, Miles Bridges found himself in a starting role at the end of the season and saw his production levels begin to rise, going from six and a half points per game as a reserve to nine and a half points a game as a starter. But his production levels aren't why he could be poised for a breakout season. It's his dunks. dunks. He was a participant in the 2019 slam dunk contest, but what he showed in summer league, comma, a Euro step into a windmill during a game, end of comma, oh, could yeah. put him on the radar of a radar, excuse <laughs> radar. Me, of all NBA. Yeah, on the radar, on the radar <laughs> of all NBA fans as a nightly highlight producer. Yeah, you're Charlotte, you're Charlotte coming out there. Yeah, I'm from come from uh, Catawba County. Could put so, him on the radar. <laughs> we don't care that about no blogs. That was good old Claremont coming out uh, on the radar of all NBA fans as a nightly highlight producer. So Miles Bridges Given this team a one in one hundred percent shot, or not percent, but one hundred and one hundred thousand uh, chance, I guess, if you will, you're At not feeling title. that. Though. You think they, you, you think they, you think they uh, got this wrong? Well, I, I think it's it's an easy narrative, right? Because because your best player left, you, I think he had a usage percentage up above thirty three, which is crazy. Like he was so much a part of the offense that it makes sense that yes, they're they are going to be worse than they were it's like the easiest team to say hey this team is going to be worse so we throw them all the way down to the bottom I, ju- I don't believe that this team is going to be dead last in the NBA uh, I don't I, I mean you know 20 25 wins I think last in the NBA is probably around 20 wins like I, I see this team winning 25 games so I don't think they're going to be dead last I don't think they're worse than the Knicks I don't think they're worse than the Suns I don't think that they're worse than the Cavaliers I really see them like right under the Grizzlies at 26 and is that a small thing well of course it is but I just don't think that the worst team in the NBA you're not going to convince me of that 
Okay, well, that's it. I was going to try to, but you know, I'm not, not anymore. Let's just move on. No, I don't think that I think the Knicks are better than the Hornets. I, they they got a bunch of guys that are. They got to show me. I'm never five. believing in the Knicks. I'm not believing. 17 wins last season. No, I'm not believing in this team until they show me something. I think the Knicks are better. Cleveland why? Why? Because they have 17 power forwards. Did that? Did that? You know. They 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 devoted like eighty million dollars to seventeen power forwards. Is that what convinced you? Yeah, but you? all of them are better than what you would say <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets are. Look, you can't <laughs> play them all. Who cares? You can play. Knicks, you can play three of, of them. Like J. You, you Cole. I'm tired of the Knicks. I, I think the Knicks are better. Cleveland. Yeah, if Kevin Love stays healthy, then maybe they're better. You know, we'll see. Uh, I I don't think this is a bad ranking. I really do think they're going to have a legitimate shot to be the worst team in the entire NBA. All right, let's do an all-fly Mad Lib before we end things here today, Doug. What else do you need again? Let's repeat it for the listeners. So I need a plural noun. I need a B-list celebrity. I need a music act. We'll just say your favorite musical act. Why are you saying this so fast? You know, I can't. Let's go. Let's do this one by one. Plural noun. Give me a plural noun. Um, Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Both of your plural nouns have been food. We do record around lunchtime, so that makes sense. You're probably hungry. I am hungry. B-list celebrity. Oh, I like this one. I don't know what to. I don't know what to think of here. B-list celebrity. I like this extra. Um, these extra sound effects we're getting in the background. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, apologize. What about? It, it, uh, you can't man. listen. You can't control traffic. You can't control that ambulance that went by. How about hopefully nothing. Is, tra- hopefully nothing tragic. How dare you apologize? How about we apologize to whoever that ambulance is going to? Is Ben Savage a B-list celebrity? Yes. Okay. Certainly not A-list. I, I mean, I think he, I think one. Ben Savage would be thankful to be put on a B-list celebrity. List. All right. Thank you. I thought that was good. Music act. I apologize for asking that question. What's the next one? Music act. Music act. So basically yeah. the same as musical artist, right? Well, a band. It could be a band. It could be a solo. What? It's just a musical act. I didn't want to say band. I didn't want to say solo artist. I said music act because I wanted to keep it broad. What about Green Day? Perfect. And finally, a noun. This is an easy comforter. one. Comforter. Com- comforter. Okay. A weird noun, but we're rolling. Well, I mean, that's what you asked for. All right, don't, here we don't go. Get, don't get sassy. Let's with me. throw this into the all fly Mad Lib machine and see what we got. <laughs> Threw a bet in there this week. All right. The combination of the two fonts and the All Fly logo is intended to stand strategically at the intersection of Cheez-Its and Ben Savage. Mm. Using the dual interpretation of Fly, which references both the modern up-tempo style of Green Day and the confidence yes. that one exudes through lifestyle, fashion, and comforters. Yeah, I like it. That's my favorite one. The intersection one. of Cheez-Its and Ben Savage. What is the what is the intersection of Cheez-Its and Ben Savage? Well, I, I have no clue. All I know is that I, I like to try to implement a up-tempo style like Green Day. I think that was my favorite. I think ben, that's the one that's the one that got us a genuine laugh. I feel like Ben Savage is the Cheez-Its of celebrities. Like he's just just a plain Cheez-It. <laughs> not the Tabasco seasoning no. on it. Oh no, he, you're you're not getting any hot sauce on that. No. He is absolutely a plain cheese. Well, no, when like, you're when you're bringing Ben Savage into your project, you're bringing a box of cheese. It's to lunch. Are are cheese? It's a B list snack. 
Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. I you think like. so? I think a lot of people would argue on behalf that they're an A-list snack. And no, I think they're definitely B-list snacks. I think there are a lot of snacks. I mean, I can think of I can I can think of three sets of cookies right now that are going to be better than a cheese at a snack, and a lot of chips too. I'll take a chip over a cheese at any day. Get out of here. Uh, hundred. I'm so with you on that. I, I think cheese. It's uh, they're not even a C-list snack on my list. Add cheeses to my list. Uh, I'm I'm tired of the Knicks. I'm tired of J Cole. I'm tired of cheese. It's too cheese. Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown Hornets. We got Rick Bennell back on the podcast. It's been a long time. He'll, he'll join us for our Friday edition of Lockdown Hornets, and then we'll try to work out a schedule where he can come on weekly, just like he did last season. So join us tomorrow for Rick Bennell. It's been the Lockdown Hornets podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. <laughs>